In this era of grave spiritual crisis, it is not enough to simply know about your Catholic faith. That is why we need a Catholic toolbox to equip us with the practical skills necessary to live our Catholic faith to reach our ultimate goal, which is heaven for all eternity. Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Join us every Tuesday night at 8pm for the Catholic Toolbox as we hand you the tools to go forth, live the faith and change our modern world today. Live on The Voice of Charity. And welcome back to another week in the Catholic Toolbox, the art of practical Catholicism. I'm your host and founder, George Manasseh, here on 17.01am as we equip you with practical solutions to live your Catholic faith in our modern world of today. And we're joined this week by Robert Martek, psychologist and educator. Welcome aboard. Thank you. Thanks for (laughs) having me. Good to have you back in the studio. It's always fun. I think this this year sort of took off very, very quickly and uh, I can't believe we're already in May. Yes, yes, yeah. May, yeah, already, yeah, Pretty month high. of Mary, and then straight into the uh, the month of the Sacred Heart, and it's halfway through 2021. 20, well, I can't yeah. believe it, mate, and then June, end of financial years coming up, it's, yes. it's just, it's just, it's just rolling very quick. Yes, it is. Yeah, and yes, a lot, <laughs> we got a lot done here on the Catholic Toolbox, yeah. I know you've been busy as well. Yeah, 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 well, the vaccines aren't rolling as, as much as we'd like to, <laughs> but I mean, that's Might another Might be a to- good thing, actually. Yeah, yeah, that's another topic for another time, see your GP yeah. only. But um, no, things have been well, um, you know, um, lots of people, um, you know, wanting to kind of... Uh, be the best version of themselves, you know, um, come to therapy and... Uh, You've been working very hard, I know. In, very, uh, very hard. Seeing a lot of clients um, uh, uh, as a psychologist yeah. and uh, yeah. especially compensation cases a lot as well. Ab- ab- yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. There, there are there are people, there are workers out there genuinely hurting. Yeah. And, and you uh, do some great work in yeah. helping people rehab back into the workplace. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, no, it's very, very good. Um um, look, you know, <laughs> you go to work and you, you don't purposely go and hurt yourself or you don't yeah. purposely go and get bullied by someone. Exactly. And so sometimes it's just a little bit too much and it's enough. For but you also people. deal with people who struggle with anxiety mm-hmm. and depression, yeah. all sorts of things. Yeah. But mm-hmm. tonight's topic, and let's go into speaking about anxiety, tonight's yeah. topic yeah. is anxiety and sin. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And the reason why I thought of that topic is because I thought, it, you know, in the anxieties of uh, preparing for a wedding and and uh, working on a business and doing all sorts of things throughout the week, you I, I often stopped and thought, well, what is the connection between anxiety? What is anxiety? And what is sin? And what's the connection between anxiety and sin and their relationship in the material world? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, mm-hmm. before we start though, mm-hmm. we will give the big D disclaimer that this does not count as professional advice. We do yes. recommend you seek the relevant professional advice if you're struggling with any symptoms that we may discuss throughout this mm-hmm. episode. So, mm-hmm. so, this does not count as professional advice. Please see your own professional. We encourage you to get in contact with a professional should you be struggling uh, with um, any symptoms or anything that may be coming up in your life. So, big D disclaimer. Good, good. So, with anxiety, George, anxiety comes in different forms. In in the psychology or in the DSM-5, um, it can come as a, uh, a, it can manifest into a type of panic disorder. There's generalized anxiety whereby the mind's humming 24 hours a day and it's on this uh, really uncomfortable edge and angst. And, and the word uh, anxiety goes back right, right to the Latin times, you know, angst through, at the time of uh, um, Hippocrates, you know, the uh, father of um, modern medicine. And, uh, and angst is something that's bothering you. And an anxiety is a bother, and it's a bother in this. It manifests itself physically by actually constricting your pupils, your eyes, and your breathing passages. It restricts it. Wow, okay. And so people get this restriction feeling, and they don't know what it is, and then they start panicking. And when that's happening, the first thing that people forget is is 
actual breathing and reopening, opening up. Like, what is it that's causing me that? So but we it's could an say involving. anxiety is a is it plays out. It is a physical phenomena or psychological. It's both. It's, it's both. both. So it's triggered by psychological. Yes, that's right. But plays out the symptoms are obviously a physical. A a absolutely. Physical look, look. At social anxiety disorder. You would have known this at school when you've mm. got to go up and, and and present something in front of a school or a class. You yeah. know, a lot of people they feel really they they panic they they Heart get anxious fast, yeah, absolutely uh, yeah. a voice you know shivering yeah. and uh, yeah. yeah so there's a social anxiety which has to be first um, seen after 6 months of studying someone and then you have uh, other types of anxieties um, separation anxiety between say for example the the um, uh, stolen generation yes. a mother has her baby taken away from her? That's a separation anxiety. You had a mentor or someone and they've gone to live overseas. You, you feel that separation anxiety? Yeah. That's one too. But it manifests itself psychologically and, and physically. And it's a real thing. It's a real thing. And it should be treated and taken very seriously. In fact, in Australia, that's the most common mental health problem anxiety. It is, and it's actually increasing. And you know what's actually funny is during COVID-19, the government doubled yeah. <laughs> it's in its mental health care yeah. plans. It's yeah. actually doubled yeah. <laughs> the amount of times you can see That's right. a, a, an actual uh, psychologist. It used to be six, it's gone to 12. Yes. And not only that, now as we speak, the government is announcing its, its budget at the moment. And they, they believe, I think, some, the notification came to my phone and it said $1.3 billion will be spent more on mm. mental health. Yes. But let's just wait and see at 7, uh, I think they've already started 7.30 p.m. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, great, well, great. See, why, why do people come to me or to, to, to a, a therapist for anxiety? It's come from somewhere. And the most common places, um, it's not so much family these days because uh, we're all so isolated, that's different, but work environmental stresses environmental stresses so i made a point here say for example from your personal relationships at work your your job if you go to school if your financial situation isn't great all these things are things on the outside which we call the environment right if the environment and if the habitat isn't healthy and healthy organism mm. then it's going to affect you okay yeah. All right. So in other words, um, that's why people declutter houses and things like that. They want to make everything nice and clean. Exactly. So if, yeah. you're, if your environment at school is toxic, chances are you'll develop something. Okay, yeah, which can be permanent. Correct. Possibly permanent. Okay, Correct. so environment's an important factor. Big factor. So it's that nature and nurture. It's both. It's both. It's okay. both. There are some things which are genetic, which you have... Um, yeah. Uh, which have tendencies towards. Yes. But there's also factors, let's say, if you're in a very stressful high work environment, yeah. abusive relationships, yeah. um, and all these things combined can contribute towards developing anxiety. Yes, because the environment can also alter your genetics as well. It's called okay. epigenetics. So ah, epigenetics. it's a bit like mum says, That's son. something we got to know. Yeah. So epigenetics. Yeah. So mum says, you know, be careful. Always keep good company. And there's yeah. real wisdom in that because you will become like the company is. So show me your, your five friends and I'll tell you who you are and what you're yeah, going to become. Exactly correct. If you surround correct. yourself with five entrepreneurs, you're yeah. bound to... Yeah. Yeah. Start a business. Yeah. So, you know, when they talk about the workplace culture, yeah. that's environment. Exactly. Because you're waking up to the same people. And yeah, that's right. working with them. Yeah. But so you can control your environment to, yep. to a point um, and, uh, and be assertive. But um, some people have uh, other underlying things happening as well that can trigger the anxiety more. The difference between anxiety and sin, sin is the deliberate act of not doing what you know is right. Yeah. And so if you deliberately don't do um, uh, prepare for speeches or deliberately get your things ready for work and things like that, things that you need to do and you choose not to, that's a sin. Okay, yep. And you can, <laughs> someone might say, but I feel anxious, I, I'm, I'm not prepared. You know, a lot of priests say of, you know, they, they tell of, 
parishioners that come, students, they come, please pray for me, Father, I've got exams tomorrow. You know, Father goes, did you study? <laughs> they go, oh, you not much, but please pray. I was well, one of those people. <laughs> yes, yes, but you did. You were lucky. You were lucky. You had um, you you had other. We're factors. great teachers. Yes, you had other factors. You have a good family. You see, that saw you through. Yeah. Others uh, don't have that as as they're not as fortunate. But sin is the deliberate choice. So unless you deliberately choose to be anxious, it's not a sin if you experience anxiety. Okay. Now, let's talk about original sin. Due yep. to original sin, there are, there are some traces on our, human, on our humanity at the moment where, let's say, we can experience anxiety in the sense that we want to accomplish something. We want to get somewhere. Yeah. There's anxiety that, you know, mm. I want to get to, from A to B in mm. an hour. I want to get, uh, you know, I want to buy these things. I want to organize these. There's yeah. constant anxiety during the day. Yeah. Could the reason, what's the connection between that anxiety, that conscious anxiety to want to do more and more and more mm-hmm. and, and sin, an original sin? Because surely if we were praying, we're growing in holiness, we're growing yes. closer to God yeah. and gro- growing closer to that beatific vision, yeah. then naturally would we not be anxious about the... Okay, about, about earthly things, yeah. about earthly matters. As our Lord says, yes. do not worry about what you're going to eat, what you're yes. going to drink. Yes. If we were focused on our Lord and focusing on the divine providence more and immersing ourselves in sanctifying grace yes. and growing in holiness, would yes. we not then detach ourselves from that anxiousness or yes. anxiety? Yes, because sometimes anxiety is not a spiritual problem. So if one is uh, lifted up with Matthew's uh, teaching of, of God and mammon, our Lord's teaching you know, of God and mammon, if one really believes that and prays that, they have no worry of anxiety, right? But um, Mark Twain said once upon a time, he said, I... Um, by reading the Bible, I don't fear what I don't understand. I fear what I do understand. So yes. if you do understand that there is God, there is mammon, right? Do not worry about what you are to eat, clothe, etc., right? Then if you really believe that, the anxiety is, is, is not there anymore, right? It's, the anxiety doesn't necessarily equate to that, that, that kind of... Um, angst that we talked about but our lord's angst is one to basically say definitively you know you can choose you know the golden calf or you can choose that road which is difficult but it's the right road to take okay yeah yeah our lord's not against wealth yeah but what happens with it is it gets in your way okay there are barriers created and you stumble i guess it's more my question would be Mm, mm focusing on how can we grow spiritually that we don't worry about you the material pr- you things. pray more you have to pray more you know and and, and, well, and we, we 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 entrust ourselves to divine providence we do we do but we have to pray we have to talk to our lord we have to talk to god talk to your favorite saints hound them night and day they've got nothing else better to do than to help because <laughs> they they've been here done that Especially in these times, uh, you know, there would be saints just crying out, you know, pray to me, you know, pick me, talk to me, you know, like I'll help you, you know. <laughs> Padre Pio, uh, pray, hope and don't worry. Because he had anx- an- anxiousness around him all the time during that time. In um, And obviously that prayer, Italy. when we say pray, pray, pray. Yeah. What that means is by praying and infusing yourself with sanctifying grace. Yeah. One of the fruits of the Holy Spirit is wisdom, and you'll be obviously moved to then take action. Yes. You yeah. know, it's not just pray, yeah. pray, 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 yeah. Yeah. and do nothing about it. Yes. You know, can you imagine if St. Paul just pray, devoted himself to prayer? Yeah, 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 that's right. <laughs> in somewhere in Qubran or south, uh, southern part of Israel, yeah. or towards Sinai, seclude himself. Half the world, uh, you know, gospel wouldn't have yeah. reached all these places. Yeah. But instead he prayed. 
grew closer to our Lord and preached, yeah. took action. Yeah. It's about that taking action. A- absolutely. And 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 look at look at look at all the people in the world. Everyone's personality is so different because everyone is so unique, and so that comes into the equation as well. Um, the way people are, their character. You know, um, some people have gifts uh, of various natures there spiritually. You know, so I think I think the the dividing line is the deliberate act with full consent not to do something that you should do, right? You can't complain of being anxious about it, right? Mm-hmm. Because of that. But uh that anxiety, um it's 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 horrible. It can it can really it can freeze people so much that they don't pray. Because why? That's an There's interesting thing happening. to then discuss possibly. Mm. What's yeah. the effect? And this applies to the kind of the relationship between mm. anxiety and sin. Mm. That some people who do suffer with anxiety, mm. how does that impact their prayer life in that negative way? Well, and thereby lead to sin because they're not infusing themselves uh, with sanctifying grace and yeah. growing in their prayer life. Well, one who prays that is anxious, like God hears that prayer. Mm. So it comes back. So on, that that is more meritorious. Oh, absolutely. Because there is an obstacle, <laughs> yeah. and you're fighting that obstacle absolutely. to actually grow closer. Yeah, I've come for the sick, those not well, not not, not the those that don't need a doctor. Okay, yeah, or some. And, and, and this is it. A lot of people, like a lot of men, a lot. You, you know, you're a young man, soon to be married, right? Mm-hmm. There are lots and lots of males out there that don't go to the doctor until it's serious. <laughs> women have it right. That's not me. <laughs> yeah, the women have it right. They do, they have the relationship with their GP. Yeah, and so you're always kind of like getting fine tuned, like with regards to yeah. medicine, right? Is that me or women? <laughs> <laughs> you and the women. You've got to keep doing that. You've got to keep doing that. Yeah. Um, oh, what I personally like to do yeah. is, is is prevention is better than cure. Yeah. Yeah. So let's say, for instance, you feel, you know, maybe sick or yeah. something's coming on or your back's hurting. Yes. I'd rather go see the doctor. You Correct. know, it's covered. We live in Australia. Correct. Correct. Or let's say you have, a, um, you, you could have some psychological predisposition to depression yep. or something else. Yeah. Yeah. You go see a psychologist. Yeah. Prevention is better than better cure. Better than the cure. The, you so, look, yeah. I mean, we live in a, we're blessed to live in a country where we can access resources. Yeah. You know, so freely, and the government, as we speak now, yes, is is pumping more money into mental yeah, health. Yeah, you have to take you know, advantage. Take of Take advantage. Yeah, of it. It's yeah. free. Yeah, and how free is it? You know, exactly. where the government's paying for you to yeah. go see a psychologist. Yeah, yeah. Or be, can't Arch- get a better deal. Archbishop Fulton Sheen said once, and I thought I'd never forget this. In one of his talks, he goes, <laughs> yeah. he said, um, you know, um, psychologists and psychiatrists, it's fantastic, but he said. What about us that are normal people, right? You know, what about our psychology? And he's right. Even <sighs> even if there's nothing, it's good to go and see a psychologist. Well, that's example. like you know, saying, let's extrapolate yeah. that same principle. Yeah. That's like saying I'm a fit athlete, mm-hmm. but I have a PT. Yeah. So what? You're going to yeah. get fitter and fitter. You're that's going to get right. stronger and stronger. That's right. And you're going to prevent any kind of... Uh, 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 problems injuries. to do with any fitness That's or injuries. Right. That's You're building right. yourself up stronger. That's right. And believe me, in the yeah. society in which we live, mm. uh, with technology, FOMO, everything, mm-hmm. the environment predispositions you sometimes to to, to depression and anxiety. That's it. That's it. More often, as That's you often right. say. That's right. So don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're, uh, you know, even people, let's say a prime minister and um, and people in political offices, I know for a fact, yes. you know, I deal with politicians all the time, good, good. That they do, as a matter of protocol, see a psychologist mm. because, you know, because they know that you'll be subjected to higher stresses yep. or experiences. So yeah. we know before yep. you go, yes. you Correct. should see that psychologist. Correct. Yeah, they hold public office. We pray for them all the time for wisdom and the, and the light to make the right decisions. Yeah. And, um, you know, that famous saying, you're as, you know, the prime minister or the president you have is as good as the one that you deserve, exactly. right? Yeah. yeah, definitely. So it's great to see a psychologist, even though there's... There's nothing really serious or mm. there's mm. nothing serious mm. or not serious. Mm. Everything should be looked yeah. at. But yeah. it's good to always have a psychologist that you catch up with yep. you know, once a month. 
yep. and, and work on. There's always something to work on, whether it's yeah. some stress yeah. or some anxiety, yeah. some little bit of depression, yeah. bad habits. There's yeah. always something you can work on. And the same principle is a spiritual director. Yes. You know, you can't say, look, I'm in a state of grace. I'm praying every day. I'm perfect. Yeah, no. No way. No. no. You know, that you, you, we... Right. We can never say we always need to be working on ourselves. Mm. Even mm. entrepreneurs yeah. who've ha had it all, built mm. that multi-million yeah. uh, dollar business, yep. always need coaching to get better and better, yeah. even just to maintain their state. Yeah, yeah. Because just to keep it the way it is, yeah. multi-million dollar, don't want to expand. You need you need constant improvement yeah. to yeah. as society progresses. Yes, to stay in that same position. Correct. Correct. Same way spiritually, mate. Yeah. <laughs> you get married now. Now things are busy. You can't pray. Your your spiritual Correct. schedule gets kicked off. You need that mentor. Yeah. You know, psychologically, I do believe you still need yeah. someone to mentor you on that psychological 100%. level. You always do. Yeah. Because if you look at the area that you grew up in, for example, yeah. I grew up in Flemington. Um, it was a very basic suburb. And this is back in the 70s, where most Australian suburbs just had, definitely had, everyone knew the parish priest. The church was there. The doctor was there. The pharmacy was there. Uh, psychology wasn't uh, uh, as prominent in those days. It was more during that time, 60s, 70s and 80s, it was more in psychiatric institutions. Oh, okay. okay? So there were larger. Yeah, so this, this kind of influx of psychologists now has come in probably from the uh, 80s, 90s onwards. Wow. Okay? Yeah, they're a rapid. lot. Now, in your suburb, Everyone knew all these people, right? And you frequented It was all them. about the suburb. Correct. Every suburb. The local parish. That's it. Everyone just the went butcher. to their local parish. Yeah, yeah that's it. Um, you, you know there, you can always uh, have a chat to Auntie Dot, who was always out the front cutting her roses, you know, when you're coming home from school. So Everyone knows each other. That's yeah. right. Now, now we live in multi-dimensional corporations and functions and high-rises and everything. The church is shut. The doctor, poor doctor, is hidden away somewhere in a shopping center because he can't. No one knows they're no local, one knows. local. That's right, exactly right. Mind. But the materialism and the TV and the media, you know, create an anxiety. The big too. corporates. Yeah, so it, it creates an anxiety. I should be, I want to look like that. Why aren't I looking like that? You know, why aren't I smiling when I have Coca Cola? You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because <laughs> it's Coke, no sugar. Yeah, yeah. And, and this all comes from isolation, loneliness, no friendships, no relationship with the local community. I think local community is very important. I'm big on local community. Yeah, it's huge. I mean, I try to, you know, Parramatta where I live. Um, yeah. You know, just know all the businesses, know the people. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, lo work locally. I mean, really, mm. I think it's important to know mm. uh, and work local. Yeah. Um, so... Let's 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 touch on the three practical tools okay. and how we can take action okay. in this area. We've spoken about sin. We've spoken about anxiety. How to work on anxiety. How to work on sin. What's the connection between both of them? What's some ways we can take take action now? Well, first of all, Saint Paul of the Cross said, "When when you stay with God peacefully, try to live with God, breathe God, stay with God peacefully. The minute you find that you're kind of moving away from that, right." and you feel that anxiety, ask yourself, what's causing that? What's the cause of it? Usually you'll have an answer. Uh, what, 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 am I, what am I worried about? For, for example, I might say, oh, I could be anxious. I was, you know, at the moment, but not as much as before, but that the show goes really well and that it reaches millions of people, right? Uh, that's, that's, that's a thing. But then I have to come back to God. So if I have that prayer life, so you follow it, you follow the thread. And what's causing me the anxiety? Or maybe I'm thinking about something I forgot at home or I forgot to do something or I'm going to do something, right? Yeah. God knows all this, but you always have to come back to him, to the source, Yeah. right? The second one, and, and also he finished off, St. Paul uh, said that once you find the source of it, bury it in God's will. Bury it in his providence. Wow. Bury it deep. You know, the so this really involves some prayer. You yeah. got to take this yeah, yeah. to prayer That's to really right. That's exactly mechanically right. yeah. bring yeah. it through. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Secondly, uh, another good thing. Um, I think you touched on it before. Was uh, um, uh, Saint Matthew's Gospel on uh, chapter six, verses uh, twenty-four, thirty-four. You know, um, our Lord just saying, "Look, um, my Father." 
has all this basically in his hands. You know, not to these words, but what he's really saying is that um, he knows. He knows. He knows before you even ask. He knows that you need that, right? Yeah. He knows that you need that. So I would say reading St. Matthew, you know, chapter 6, you know, on um, God and Mammon. Yeah. That is so good today. You could be a brain surgeon, but you'd be living that. You'd be, you could live that. See, a lot of people That's, think, you know, oh, I don't want to be poor and this and that. The only poverty we need to be really, we have to be spiritually poor so God can fill us up because we can't do it. We're not, it's ego and all that, right? So we have to be spiritually poor. Materially, like St. Paul, if I have, good. If I, if I have a full stomach, yes, I, yes. I know. If I don't have a full stomach, I know. That's, so you're ready, okay? That, that brings, that creates strong men and women today. You know, um, and resilience is something we actually need. Yeah, yeah, and, and you get it from that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the, the the biggest champions in the world come from a huge drought. Yeah. They have knockbacks, setbacks, you name it, but they they never gave up because there were always something there. You know, they, they wow. would. Yeah. And um, and the third, um, the one I like a lot is. Um, uh, Talk, talk to talk to your fa- talk to your favorite saint. Talk to him. Talk to them. Well, your patron find one, saint. I think. Yeah, or find one patron saint. You know, it's a human. It's like we're chatting all... to a chatting to a saint. Mm. I mean, that's that that's a great concept. Oh, just especially talk... in mental prayer. Yeah, you're just talking like as friends. Yeah, like when you see our Lord or when you see the saints, if you if you're blessed to get into heaven, it would be exactly the same as what you thought it would be. Okay. All right. That's, uh, that's right. Uh, so, in other words, um, God, God is so uh, open and transparent and loving. Right? It's us that create <laughs> the wow. mess. You know, it's so simple. You know, so simple. But uh, having a favorite saint, you know, that you talk to. You know, people talk to a psychologist. People talk to the boy at the at the checkout. You know what I mean? Talking, talking about it, right? Mm. You can never, no one will ever turn you away if you're talking to them and if you take them respectfully and treat them respectfully. They'll always, you know, have an ear I for mean, that's, you. I yeah. mean, that, that's phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, I, saints, that's really well said. Saints were here. They've, they've walked this. So they've done it. They've had the same. Great mentors. Yeah, and look what they did with God's grace with their human nature, supernaturally, right? Yep. Okay. And so they lived That's... they lived that um providence. They lived it. Today's saints won't be kind of like maybe how it was before. But every generation Yeah, God God has, God has a plan. God, God has, has a plan. plan That's right. Right now possibly it's in ordinary life that we have to sanctify our it's work there. and yeah. find holiness in our day to day circumstances. Yeah. 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 Excellent. Beautiful. Yeah. And now we'll take a break. Before we open the line here, so if you want to call in here to the studio, the number is 96256111. That is 96256111. Or simply email us at thecatholictoolbox at gmail.com. If you have any questions for psychologist Robert Martek here, it is thecatholictoolbox at gmail.com. Or more easily, you can actually comment in any of the Facebook Live feeds. So stay tuned here. We'll be back shortly. My name is Father Damon Seifer. I'm a member of the Priestly Fraternity of St. Peter, which is the Latin Mass Order. Our order has been ministering to the faithful in Western Sydney uh, for about 20 years now. But we think it's time for us to find our own place, to be able to build our own church. So we're really encouraging people to make donations, perhaps even dedicated to monthly donations, so that we can forged to take on perhaps a mortgage for this great endeavor. So we would like to, in the long term, build a traditional church for the celebration of the traditional liturgy in the Latin rite. We would encourage you to think about this, to pray about this, and see if God is calling you to commit to helping us with this great endeavor to build a new church for Western Sydney. And welcome back to another week on the Catholic Toolbox, The Art of Practical Catholicism. I'm your host, Father George Manasseh here. 
As we keep you with practical solutions to live your Catholic faith in our modern world of today, we're continuing our discussion on anxiety and sin and the relationship between both with psychologist Robert Martek. Welcome back. Thank you. Excellent. So we had, we had a great discussion mm. here about uh, anxiety and what anxiety mm. actually is and yep. sin yep. and the relationship between both of them. Yep. And, uh, you know, it's great, you know, you're a good practicing Catholic psychologist mm. and... Mm. Uh, and as you always say, psychology is a study of the soul. It is. You know, I think today often the field looks at looks at things from a um, material sign, what you call scientism. Oh, it yeah. falls into scientism yeah. and doesn't yeah. actually look at the soul aspect yes. in the spiritual sense yes. as well. And there's a danger there. There are many bright, bright minds, intellects out there um, that that take that argument which is fine, you can argue and have that opinion, but the danger is when you shut out everyone else, that when, when you say there is no spirit, there is no soul, it's, it's, it's what you see at the moment, that's all there is, you know what I mean? And, um, and so they, 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 miss the, they miss the mark, unfortunately, there. Um, because um, we have to be open to various uh, and we have theories. our first and we yeah. have our first question here from Brendan through Facebook Live. Thank you very much for messaging here, Brendan. And Brendan asks, Are you finding it more difficult to practice as a psychologist now with new laws regarding orientation, sexuality, and gender, and etc.? No, no, no. I'm not actually. Um, it's it's a um, it's a challenge. The field didn't take the uh, the ideology on, did they? <laughs> uh, well, look. The thing is, I was reading. They was, can see through the problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The um, the problem is the problem <clears throat> is um, it's all about development. So if a, if a girl or a boy presents with mum and dad. As a 12 and 13 year old, believing they wanted to change their 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 um, sexual functionality, their organs, etc., um, we worry. I worry as a psychologist with regards to their development. In other words, when I do ask them some questions, I'm a bit alarmed at some of the responses. The responses aren't uh, indicative enough. It, they're not mature enough. They they really don't understand the full picture of it. Yep. With regards to gender identity, um, uh, what people don't know are there there are many 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 situations that that's underreported of people wanting to reverse the operations and that kind of lifestyle later on. Yeah, they they that's right. they wish they never did it. So once again. Um, you know, it's not about boy, girl, um, this, that. It's about does this child know what it wants, you know? And, uh, and it's mother and father are pulling their hair out. And um, so it's, 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 uh, it's a challenge. But um, look, um, people have to choose. They have to be, they'll choose yes or no. I can, I can listen. I can empathize. I can care for that person very much so, like it's my own family member. But at the end of the day, um, the parents are there. They have to make a decision. You make a great Catholic psychologist. Yeah. Good. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I'm sure the people who see you uh, are very privileged. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. But yeah. really, uh, really let's, uh, let's try and focus on now. Mm. What can someone do, let's say, if they are experiencing symptoms of anxiety, depression, or any kind of psychological, yeah. Yeah. how can they take that step when there's often that uh, stigmatize, uh, there's a stigma yep. towards yep. mental health? I don't think anymore as much, do you think? Uh, for the past, let's say, 10 years. Mm. Have we removed the stigma? The stigma is there. It's more noticeable. It's more available. People talk about it. However, there's a very hard ingrained kind of uh, uh, culture in Australian society. And uh, this has been, I was speaking with a mental health nurse. She said, uh, Robert, this has been like this since the 1950s. Yep. Uh, anything with mental health is taboo. Yep. Uh, you don't talk about it. Um, you know, there's Uncle uh, John, he's, you know, going a bit loopy loopy, you know, he's a bit, <laughs> talk, you know, and, and, and this sort of stuff. So uh, I find through where I work with workers' compensation, many, many employers, um, you might have the uh, are you okay signs here, but 
then they don't understand it, they don't read it. It's just window dressing. Yeah. Because when a person genuinely has something, you know, to say or report, you know, at work, they're not happy with something, they're, they're not taken seriously. Yeah. So um, definitely GP and, uh, you know, they give you a mental health plan and see, see a local clinician. So it's, it's, it's pretty much where in, in Australia... Yeah, in Australia. Anyone can access what's called a mental health care. They can go to their GP... Yeah. Yeah. And access yeah. a mental health care plan yeah. where a yeah. GP writes it up yeah. for you. Yeah. Uh, assesses your need for it. Obviously, you yeah. make that clear. Yeah. They write one up for you and then yeah. you get about 12 free sessions. That's right. With a psychologist all paid for by yeah. the government. By the government. Through Medicare. That's right. And then when you're finished with the 12, you go back to your GP. That's right. And get another one. That's right. And another one and That's another right. one. That's right. So you're basically not paying. Exactly. Exactly. And, and, and uh, it, look, you know, as I said... You know, so it's free to yeah, access. That's right. All you need to do, the first step would mm. be, is to see your GP, yeah. get that mental health care plan from yeah. that session, yeah. and go find a, a yeah. psychologist, preferably a Catholic psychologist, yeah. Yeah. Uh, who practices yeah. the faith. What's the advantage of, of actually having a Catholic psychologist? Someone who's actually a practicing Catholic, understands your values and morals as a practicing Catholic, mm-hmm. If you're going to make yourself vulnerable and put yourself yeah. into their advice yeah. or, and yeah. guidance, yeah. Uh, what do you see as the important? Why is it important to look for, try your best to look for a good Catholic psychologist? Well, it, it, it's you know what you're going to get. You know there's going to be no, hopefully, out there if there any other Catholic psychologists, no compromises on what the church is teaching. Um, and by Catholic, I actually mean a practicing. Yeah, Catholic. practicing Catholic. Yeah, yeah. Like someone, yeah. a psychologist, actually goes to mass. Yeah, yeah. Striving to live holy, yeah. believes all the church's yeah. teaching. Yeah, yeah. Sunday mass going. Yeah, yeah, not Catholic by name. No, no, not Catholic by name. And 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 um, and yeah, I suppose um, in a, in a way, being a Catholic psychologist, in a way, is kind of a little bit easier if there, if I can use that word, than say, for example, if I. If um, I was speaking to someone maybe from um, Islamic faith or from another faith, because I have to be so culturally sensitive to yeah. them, because that's a soul there, and I I uh, I fully well know that we didn't have a choice to who we were going to be born to and yeah. where we were going to be born. So yeah, so that's 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 I find more of a struggle. But being being <laughs> Catholic, um, it's really just it's basic. It's really basic, and yeah, you can live the full life that that, that God wills for you. You know, excellent, excellent. In, so in, in your work, in your where you work, you know. But you family. can always make sure there's no funny business. Like for instance, someone advising you against your faith, or it was funny oh, ideas sure. oh, sure. in a session yeah. Yeah. or something. Yeah. Because there's yeah. some elements of, let's say, when you do go see a psychologist, that can be subjective yeah. to the person. Sure, sure. Apart from the actual. Yeah. What's what? What's actually uh, clinical? Yeah. yeah, there's other That's elements right. around it. Yeah, because there you've got full consent, free will, freedom, yeah. and then if you want to take it personally, then take it personally. Yeah, because it's personal, but it's yours. You have yeah. to own it. Yeah, That's right. right. That's yeah, right. Yeah, you own yeah. it, right? So, and then yeah, there's scope for whatever you know to to occur. Yeah, it's it's it's. it's Kind of like I don't know if the right word is kind of like magic. It's just something really special. And 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 look, you know, uh, you know, spending years teaching and that to me, I'm a um what my boss describes as an old young psychologist. <laughs> I'm new to the scene as a psychologist, but but uh, I'm not new to people's um, misery, miseries and sufferings. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Especially as a teacher, I guess you'd experience you, you'd see all. All yeah. sorts of things. Yeah, you, you know. would, you would. But yeah, yeah, and over a lifetime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a family, a class, and you you've got different types of children in there. Yeah, you've got to help the one that wants to go better. Yeah, aim higher. Yes, and you have to help the one that really doesn't know what to do. Yeah, which is a majority of us, and you've really got to help the one that really. The only way that he finds it fun is to be the class comedian. Um, uh, he's not probably listen to at home, he's not accepted anywhere, but when he makes everyone laugh at school, he's a natural comedian. So it's a matter of talking to him and going, well, there's a time for comedy. I love it, right? 
But you know, when we're doing some things in class, we we have to. Yeah, we yeah. need to keep yeah, yeah. Just keep serious, keep at it. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. There's room. No one's rejected. Yeah, we're all we're all um, got included. Kids, yeah, got excellent, children. excellent. So, um, I think really when we talk about anxiety, it's become more prevalent today, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. especially what are some sociological factors unique to our time now that are caught. Co- that are let's say promoting or fostering an environment where 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 it creates anxiety. Um, Apple, Samsung, <laughs> uh, yeah, um, uh, the latest, uh, the latest, um, and these things are good. These they, things are they, fantastic. They can help. They can. Oh, they're brilliant. They're absolutely brilliant. I mean, but what element of let's say so, technology and our, our fixation on technology? It creates it that. creates a need. It's like advertising. It, it creates a need that really you don't need it, but you think you need it. They they make you believe that you will be better if you have this or have that, right? And um, fine, fine. But uh, there's another whole world involved, and in it. it's a very dark world. You know, where you, you'll see down the track there there will be more internet gaming and gambling disorders uh, prevalent. Uh, especially uh, with gambling but with IT and and internet and yeah and um, people are spending uh, a lot of time on uh, you know on uh, various uh, engines and and uh, much to their detriment because if they sit on their uh, if they sit in a seat at school if they sit in a seat at work and they come home and they sit in another seat in front of a media and that well, you're going to develop problems later on, you know, uh, um, uh, type 2 diabetes, uh, stroke, um, you're not using your body anymore, right? Yeah, that's right. Because uh, kids, are, kids are online. Now, if it's educational, it's monitored by mum and dad, great, great. But there has to be a limit because if you don't put a cap on it, you get drunk with it. You want more of it. Exactly. And, and, okay, and, yeah. and as soon as the mum and dad said no, no more. Oh, cranky. Why? Exactly. Okay. Because yeah. So it's it's not within that moderation. That's that right. Sometimes uh, millennials like us. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we can use our phones too much or yeah. rely on technology a yeah. lot. Yeah, I mean, planes rely on technology a lot, right? Yeah. There's that thing. But still, the captain has to be cognizant. It has to be flying. It's exactly. Him. It's exactly. the same thing. So we just have to watch going on autopilot. Just be aware and have a timepiece next to you. Say, okay, 10 minutes for this, half an hour for this, whatever. Yeah. And what are some great books, actually? I think you're recommending mm-hmm. a few books, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. On, let's say, for, for uh, psychology and spirituality from a Catholic perspective. Oh, there, there, um, it, it, uh, there were a few good books, I think, um, in um, Sophia Press. Oh, Sophia Press, yeah. yeah. One of the major publishers. Yeah, yeah, like, for example, if there are Catholics out there that suffer from depression and anxiety, there's a, a good book called The Catholic Guide to Depression. So, Catholic Guide to Depression. And, and it's written uh, by a, a doctor, Aaron Kiriati. He's a... Uh, practicing Catholic so Dr. Psychiatry. Aaron Kiriati. Kiriati, yeah, yeah. He's a Catholic psychiatrist in um, in America, oh, and okay, uh, yes. I think he also lectures at one of the Catholic institutes. Yep, he's very good. And if you have a look around um, in, in Sophia Press, there are a few good books. We need few more, but um, yeah, they seem to kind of. And, and and Dr. Kiriati uses scripture, uses saints like, um, oh, what's it say? Joseph um, Lafabre or Levreux. He was a, uh, he's a saint, but he, oh, he was riddled with um, mental health problems. Yeah. Riddled with them. Many, many, many. That's an interesting question. How many saints and which saints would we know of have actually gone through mental health struggles? That that could be. Are there any that we know of? Um, That'd be interesting. I could get back to you on that. Maybe perhaps down the track. Yep. To uh, just want to check a, a few sources. Yeah, but no problem. It'd actually be interesting to see mm. if there was uh, any struggle in that area. Oh, definitely. How it might have actually helped them as a stumble. Yeah. Instead of acting as a stumbling block, 
how that may have actually was, helped them as yeah, a yeah. as a stepping stone it's an in their spiritual life to, to 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 really become more actually uh, here's an interesting question very important mm, question yeah. how can let's say any mental health struggle it's minor small yeah. habit or a major problem how can a mental health struggle in any shape or form help us to grow spiritually you identify with people who suffer. You identify with people who suffer. Saint, Saint uh, uh, John Paul the Great said, um, uh, you will learn the most. The most normal person is the one that has suffered because you'll always learn something about the mystery of suffering and, and how unique it is and how we have it in common with each other, right? So it helps you be aware of those that are doing it hard, yeah. but it also helps you to be aware of those that are, are doing well. Mm -hmm. And both of those things can be incentives for people to, to work really hard at wherever level they're at, Yeah, right? Sure. Um, and so, you know, um, there are a few... And, and and this is different to a dark night of the soul. A lot of people get confused with St. John of the Cross, dark night of the soul. Dark night of the soul is not what we're talking about here. That's a different spiritual mystical phenomenon that God has uh, for Many some people. Many people often might think they have dark night yeah, of the yeah, soul. Yeah, but it's not. No, it's not. No, that's where a good spiritual director comes into it, you know. Yeah. Uh, no, no, this is, these, these are, these are uh, mental health uh, it, it's like a physical thing. For example, if you want to run faster, you have to train to run faster. And it's the same with mental health. Yeah. Uh, the more you know about yourself, what you want to be and who, who you're called to be by God, the better your life's going to be. Okay, yeah. The better. And if God wants you to go this way, he'll, he'll take you this way. But the psyche... But sometimes mental health it can... It's not part of God's plan, but obviously you living through that would be... And, and, and overcoming that would be part of God's plan. God, 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 God's plan might be for you to suffer from a mental uh, disorder. But, see, with, with, with a mental disorder, you're not sick, sick like how society or, or people <clears throat> say right that, that that's where the taboo comes in and the stigma yep. for example if you saw someone with a broken arm right you wouldn't believe the sum of that whole person is that limb that's injured in the in the sling that person is much more than that right yeah exactly. so people look at mental health that way and it's a it's a mistake it's a mistake um and the good thing about people coming to see psychologists and that is that they know they're sane Exactly. A lot of people don't, <laughs> and they're the ones I worry about. The ones that say, "Nah, you know what I mean." You know, um, nothing wrong with me. Nothing, nothing wrong to with, work nah, on. Nothing to work on. I'm, I don't need to see some quack. And in fact, um, you know, a quack is just uh, just you. Can I, they imagine how much? Uh, how much more? Even they they would be, let's say, generally okay. Yeah. How much more they could improve as a person? Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Because a psychologist can see the potential of that person, where they're at and where they should be. And let's say where That's they're good. already at, yeah. which might be good, in a good yeah, position. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. but you could achieve a greater potential. Yeah. In the same sense, a, a PT. Yes, you know, correct. You want to stay fit. You correct. Want to keep that. You want to grow incrementally. Yeah. You need a PT even though yeah. you are at a good fitness level. Yeah. That's right. You know, it, probably took someone that's actually fit and knows more about fitness to say, hey, I actually need a PT. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to someone who's not fit at all, that's wouldn't right. care or recognize the idea Correct. that Correct. I should get a PT or a spiritual director. That's right. You know, I, I place great importance on getting a spiritual director, maybe a, a psychologist that you can consult. Yeah, yeah. Um, someone physical PT. That's right. Uh, I think it's important because mentors are are important. Yeah, and be know, good be be good and be solid in the community. You know, you might pass by as a as a as a nobody for example, yeah. but to well, some, nobody's a nobody. That's right. We're all but, somebody. But to somebody you mean the world. You see? And uh, sanctity and living a, a good life is is just that 
one-on-one relationships, you know, which I find really beautiful with psychology, you know, because, you know, you're one-on-one with God. You want to be with God. So, and God is always in the other. Yeah. So, you know, you've got connections there whereby you can really help people and really validate them and confirm in them to do it. You know, you're doing well, you know, you know, not to give up. Mm, excellent. So, really, the dark night of the soul, getting that, back to yeah, that. And, yeah. and there is a difference with some people who may think they have some kind of spiritual. And we, get the, we meet these people all the time around mm-hmm. the Catholic community yeah. where they think they're at such a high spiritual level, but oh, they're not. No. <laughs> no. It may be something something's wrong there. Yeah. And there are legitimate people who are trying their best and growing spiritually, and it may be a dark night of the soul, yeah. but it's not. Yeah. It's. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And that may be legitimate. It needs to be determined. So. Yeah. Uh, really, I think we have a lot to learn from from going and seeing a psychologist mm. and, and mm. ingraining in our own unique circumstance. Yeah. And and really, what are your thoughts on? on, uh, let's say, a spiritual director mm-hmm. and how they should direct people if they identify a mental... Uh, let's say something could be a mental health, maybe anxiety, stress, yeah. something yeah. minor, something major. Yeah. Any category of mental health. Yeah. I think spiritual director... Or direct- a priest in yeah. confession, yeah. a priest listening to this. Yeah. yeah. Or a yeah, spiritual director yeah. or anybody doing the apostolate. Okay. Ministry... Speaking of people, there would be some. I talk to people, yeah, yeah. And, and I uh, catch up with people often. Okay. Trying to do the apostolate. Okay, there would be some priests that could possibly have that calling to have that. You know, they have got that gift where they can recognise uh, whether something is a mental health, mental health issue or not. But regards, you think everybody should be looking out for other people's interests as a duty? Of care. Oh, I have hundred percent, but. Your GP will usually pick up whether you have a mental health problem, and once again, it, it comes to but again a, that comes after exposure. That's really. right. That's right. And but, a GP usually is ah, oh, he's sometimes yeah, signing yeah. off. And this goes back later. to relationship. Goes back to the local community. I like, think relationship because that's where things can be you have picked to spend up. Time in it. You you know, have to the GP just sees you five minutes. Yeah, hello, how yeah, you? And yeah. that depends if you have a good GP. Yeah, yeah. You know, I have a great GP. I'm yeah. a good. Uh, you know. Yeah. A uh, g- g- great, great person, but um, yeah. But, so, but people just walk into a GP and they just get signed. Yeah, yeah. They don't so, have that relationship. But yeah, I guess yeah. it's where a priest or a spiritual director yeah. or so, or friends or yeah. someone doing the pastor catching That's up right. with people. That's right. You can pick up things where oh, maybe you should see somebody. That's exactly right. You know, I'm tired. I can't get out of bed. I'm fatigued. I'm not motivated. I have a loss of pleasure in things. Yeah. That that this there. Basic symptomatic signs of uh, depression, right? Because people just don't stop doing things they like doing for no mm. reason. Yeah. Right? And so um, there's a lot of it in the workplace. A lot of people aren't aren't happy. I'm not saying they all have a mental health uh, issue, but what I'm saying <laughs> it's is a that... Situation, could yeah, be a situation. That's right. Yeah. Because if my car's rattling a bit and I ignore the rattle, the rattle goes. Then it comes back again. It comes back mm. again. Eventually, I'm going to get it to the mechanic, mm. right? And then hopefully I haven't done more damage than I could have. So it goes back to prevention is better than the cure. Exactly. Or let's say you... Let's say you sense that this uh, this uh, part may be a little bit old. Maybe yeah. I should get that checked out yep. earlier before it starts rattling. That's right. That's right. That's sort of my approach. Yeah. yeah. Mitigate it before you get to it. Yeah. Yeah. Prevent. Pre- you know, we're we're passing through life. Things yeah. hit us. Mental. Yeah. Medical issues, or yeah. let's say any kind of issues. Mm. I'd rather pre- try foresee the future. Forecast. Yeah, prevent yeah. Yeah. Uh, going to the future That's right. with a clearer path. There's That's always right. going to be things that hit you, but would you prefer the, the tougher or the, let's say, the more simpler path? The tougher, the tougher. Yeah. You know, if you look at, uh, if you look at uh, business, they talk about the six different types of customers you're going to get. Yeah. And once you know the different and, and types... And that mindset goes into business because correct. You, you identify, let's say you're starting a business, you identify what are the objections to my business. Yes, well, we can out. We 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 do this in house. Someone might say we use this service in yeah, house. Yeah. Uh, you're not known to the community. Yep, yep. Uh, you're too expensive. Yeah. Yeah. You jot them down. You 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 think about what could be the uh, what are the definite 
possible to yeah. definite yeah. objections. Yeah. You list them in the air. Yeah. Then you look at them and let's say, hey, we know before we go and speak to clients, potential clients and leads, these are going to be the objections. Mm-hmm. We already know them. Yeah. We know them before they've told us. Yes. Let's attack yeah. them. Yeah. And mitigate. Let's have answers to every single one of them. Yeah. Let's mitigate yeah. it. Yeah. So that when we do go there, we're already ready. We're hitting yeah. it back. Yeah. And it's the same, same thing with medical. Same. Maybe you had some depression that yep. runs in the family. Yeah. Yep. Or maybe uh, you've been through a tough time or a car yep. accident or something. Yep. Maybe go see somebody to, to prevent the fall. Correct. And um, you've always been in a good spot. You've always been, no matter what life hits you. That's if you're right. looking, if you're If you're looking after... Let's say spiritual health, yeah. mental health, yeah. physical health. Yeah. Yeah. You're doing great. Yeah. Body and soul. You know, some people just haven't got someone to talk to. I That's think so. Simple I as think that. the key is you know how can someone find a good, let's say, Catholic psychologist or good psychologist or someone that they can then point them into the right direction? What's mm. a way that people can do that? Oh, so boy. we can wrap up. Um well think that would be key because taking yeah. action is, is I, the hardest step. Yeah, I, I think, you know, um, I suppose, that is there a Catholic register or something like that? I, well, sure soon, possibly. Yeah. Well, there you go. There you soon. go. So, I hope to do George, something that will see you and uh, I won't <laughs> like give too much Catholic away. Business, yeah. yeah, that yeah. would be good. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, I think yeah. we sort of... Uh, Revealed something I, I tell you what, if I, I tell you what, if I couldn't find a good Catholic psychologist, for example, but I knew that chap down there was a Buddhist psychologist, and he is a pretty, you know, decent human being, and that, you know, and I couldn't see anyone else. I, I, of course, I'd see them mm-hmm. because yeah. he's a psychologist, so I'm expecting him to be very, very good, okay, and to help me because. And that takes priority. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. You do your best, obviously, within yeah. reason to find yeah. a good Catholic. So yeah. you can't find someone, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. You know, a yeah. psychologist is yeah. still a psychologist. And believe me, you won't be talking about Buddhism when you're in there. No, you're in there <laughs> to talk about your mental health. and. Uh, that's right. You'll see. But I always push to try and support of course. Catholic psychologists. Of course. Maybe there's some things there they could guide you on. I spiritual. think so. I think that's pretty But good. if you can't yeah. find someone, get to a psychologist. That's yeah. the main thing. But. Yeah, and if you don't like them, then go to someone else. Yeah. It's very simple. I think it's that, that when you do start seeing somebody, if, they're, if you're not happy with them, it's fine to move it's on. It's fine Just Don't book on. another appointment, yeah. move on. Yeah. yeah, Find someone else. Yeah. And shop around a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's okay to do yeah. that. Yeah, Because often I think there's a stigma that, you know, you should just yeah. stick to one thing that's and that's right. it. That's but right. But it's okay to shop around a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah. Compare, see a few people, compare, yeah. ask people. Yeah. Um, but that's, I think that we've had a solid night tonight. Yeah, it's a great night. Thank you very night. much for coming on, Good. Uh, Robert. You're welcome. Thanks, yeah. George. It's You're a pleasure. You're welcome. Um, oh, we'll have yes. you again very shortly. That's good. Yes, uh, I think Happy. The, the wedding's coming up, so it's getting busier and busier. Yes, yes. <laughs> all, all going well? It's all going well. Yeah. It's all going well. Yeah. Last Praise minute God. preparations, good. I think spiritual preparation. But good, yeah. good. Excellent. Well, God has it all. You know, He's He's got the blueprint. <laughs> excellent, excellent. So... For those tuning in with us, uh, make sure to go to our website on www.thecatholictoolboxshow.com to check out more information or get in contact with us. If you want to get in contact with Robert here for any psychological questions or any inquiries, perhaps, email me at thecatholictoolbox at gmail.com. That is thecatholictoolbox at gmail.com. And I'll put you in direct contact with Robert here uh, tonight. So don't forget also to get a copy of my book, The Art of Practical Catholicism. It is the motto also of the show, The Art of Practical Catholicism. And it's my book, The Art of Practical Catholicism. <laughs> so <laughs> make sure you get a copy of that if you have not got it. Simply type it in in Google or get a, get a copy from your local Catholic bookstore or Perusia Media there or Booktopia or eBay or Amazon, wherever you get your books from, it's available. The Art of Practical Catholicism. And as we said during our break, very importantly, We encourage those who can commit to a monthly donation for the building of the Latin Mass uh, Church within the Diocese of Parramatta. We really encourage you. We're trying to build a Catholic parish that celebrates the traditional Latin Mass with the priestly fraternity of St. Peter. I highly recommend that you try and donate as much as possible regularly or divert funds uh, to, to to really help us construct this. This is an actual project which needs funding. And 
and, and if you may know anybody who can actually donate, corporate donations would actually help and speed up things. But we can all do something. If it's, if it's to get a donor or donate ourselves, please donate to the Fraternity of St. Peter. So you can go back, listen to the actual message that Father Damon Cipher gave us here and um, you can get started on your monthly donations or regular donation, whatever is possible. So thank you very much for tuning in to the Catholic Toolbox, the art of practical Catholicism. I'm your host and founder, George Manassa. Until next week, God bless, take care, and take action. In this era of grave spiritual crisis, it is not enough to simply know about your Catholic faith. That is why we need a Catholic toolbox to equip us with the practical skills necessary to live our Catholic faith to reach our ultimate goal, which is heaven for all eternity. Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Join us every Tuesday night at 8pm for the Catholic Toolbox as we hand you the tools to go forth, live the faith and change our modern world today. Live on The Voice of Charity.